Hi there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry, my pup's name is Sunny, and we're training to be an animal-assisted counseling team. You're listening to the Therapy Dog Talk podcast, the show that interviews past, present, and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today we're talking with Los Angeles County firefighter Jake Wendell about how he partners with Echo, a five-year-old Labrador, to end the stigma of mental health for firefighters through the LA County Fire Peer Support Team. We'll discuss where Jake found his inspiration to bring a therapy dog onto the team, how other departments have since been inspired to do so as well, and what Jake does to make sure both he and Echo have the support they need to. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet Jake and Echo. Hi, Jake. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. I see Echo there. Hi, Echo. (laughs) I know, she can't hear me because you have headphones on, but that's okay. Yeah, she's normally not allowed on the furniture, but she's a really good listener. So she came up here because I asked her to, but we'll see until she realizes that she's not supposed to be up here and she might jump off. (laughs) It's a special occasion. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I love that. And Jake, for those who don't know you, would you like to introduce yourself and Echo? Yeah, so my name is Jake Wendell. The star here is actually Echo, and we both work for a Los Angeles County Fire Department. I'm a firefighter paramedic, and Echo was our first, we call them peer support dogs. So I'm, as well as being a firefighter, I'm a member of our peer support team, which is our uh, mental health team. We go anywhere where we have high stress, high critical calls, and we also do critical incident stress debriefing. I was lucky enough to bring Echo along and introduce her to our fire department as another tool for mental health. Our real goal is to kind of end the stigma. The culture of firefighting, the stigma of mental health is very large. And so our goal is to end the stigma and realize that it's okay to ask for help. Yeah, that's really great. How long have you two been working together in that role? We've been together now for about two and a half years. We got Echo from an amazing group called Patriotic Service Dog Foundation. They are a group that trains and donates PTSD service dogs to military veterans completely free of cost. Just an absolutely amazing couple, Tom and Terry Tackett. And so when we were interested in starting this program, we had reached out to a number of different foundations and Tom and Terry actually reached out to us and said, hey, we think we have the perfect dog for you. Echo was a PTSD service dog for a military veteran. And he had Echo for about two years and Echo completely changed his life, allowed him to get back out there in society, find an amazing career, reconnect with his family. And he decided that Echo had more work to do. And so Mm. he donated Echo back to the foundation And, you know, when she came back to the foundation, I think they realized she just loves being pet. That is like the highest reward for her. And so it was just a perfect fit. And so when I went out to the foundation and met her, I mean, to say it was love at first sight, that's what it was, is she just came running up to me, rolled onto her back and was looking for a belly scratch. And I was like, gosh, I think we found the one. That's adorable. I love that. So was it your idea then to bring a dog into the peer support group that you're a part of? Yeah, so I did introduce the idea to the fire department. You know, you go to a fire station, you go, where's the fire dog, right? Everybody thinks that we still have dogs. And over the last 10 years, you know, pretty much nationwide, there's still a few departments, but most fire departments have kind of gotten rid of dogs in the firehouses. And looking at big government agencies and liability and things like that, and really no real set training or requirements for these dogs, you can understand why that started to become a liability issue. 
And so I was already a member of our mental health team. And I've always been a dog person. I've had dogs my whole life. You know, before I had Echo, I was kind of already known as the dog guy where I would be rescuing dogs off the streets and putting them in the fire truck and, you know, trying to foster dogs and find them homes. And so we were sitting around the fire station table one day and just kind of talking about how we needed dogs back in the fire service. And that really came from us having a foster dog that I had found on the streets of my fire station's district. And the dog was living in the fire station with us until I could find it at home. And the conversation came up that, you know, it'd be great to do this. And that's kind of when the idea popped in my head. Well, we can make this a mental health thing, right? Because mental health is so important to me. First responder mental health is something I'm very passionate about. And the idea of just having more resources and more of a way to connect and to kind of end that stigma was something that I introduced to our department. So it took a little while to introduce to our executive, um, but everybody ended up signing off on it and we're supportive of it. And then we had to go find a dog and then we found Echo and it's been a roller coaster ever since, but it's been great. And everybody is absolutely uh, ecstatic about it. Were you already familiar with therapy dogs in general, or this was just an idea that you came up with? I was. The reason I'm involved with our mental health team is both of my parents are psychologists. So I was kind okay. of raised in mental health. I always joke, you know, like I'm a psychologist by proxy because I'm 32. So I've had 32 years of psychology at the kitchen table, at the <laughs> dinner table with my family. And so my parents were using dogs in their practice. They have okay. a private practice. And so they were using dogs. So I was already introduced to it and saw the amazing benefits that therapy dogs bring to mental health. That's awesome. And I saw from looking at your profile that Echo is the first therapy dog in the LA firefighter unit anyway, but there have been others since then, yeah? Yeah, so that's kind of been the most exciting thing for us is people kind of looked at me cross-eyed and crazy when I was bringing this idea to the fire department. And now it's kind of exploded. And in our department, we have six therapy dogs and we've helped up to 20 other fire departments create these programs. And it's very exciting. I mean, I feel like my Instagram feed now is just fire department, you know, therapy dogs all over the place. And we just feel very lucky that we get to introduce this and help these other departments kind of mentor them in getting these programs started and uh, and really help them change the stigma in their own departments. That's awesome. And you and Echo travel around to different departments as well, right? We do. I look at Echo as every firefighter's therapy dog. And so, you know, wherever the need is, and especially now with kind of her popularity and, and people knowing who she is, you know, anywhere that we can help, whether it's a neighboring fire department funeral or it's a large scale brush fire that's happening in a neighboring department, whatever the need is, we're very open to going out and just assisting. And it's been absolutely amazing. We got to meet some amazing people and really help people in times of need. Yeah, that's really great. So with 32 years of psychology at the kitchen table, I'm sure you're aware that you and Echo have to take care of your own mental health too, not just everyone else's. How do you help Echo and yourself do that? Yeah, it's so funny. You know, a firefighter was actually asking me that last night at the station. You know, if I ever noticed that she gets a little overwhelmed after calls. And I feel lucky that we have been able to be a part of some horrific and traumatic events just because we've been able to be there to help. But they've also been horrific and traumatic events. And after, you know, one day or a couple of days, I can really tell. And I think that's the amazing thing of having a bond with your dog is being able to read their mannerisms. And I can tell that Echo is spent and is just overworked. And so Echo's release is going to the beach. And that's a release for me as well. It's lucky I get to kill two birds with one stone, but we'll go down to the beach. I'll take her collar off and she just gets to be a dog. She doesn't have to work anymore, even though she loves going up to people at the beach too and getting pet, but she just gets to go swim, go be on the beach, chase the ball. 
and really just get a little bit of R and R for herself. And that's been the most amazing thing. So I'm very strict on that. And I think, you know, for potential therapy dog handlers or anybody that's interested with whatever company you're working for, these dogs are amazing and they really are changing the stigma and really helping. But that's also being an advocate for your dog and realizing when your dogs have been overworked. And I'm very open with people that are like, yeah, no, Echo's taking the day off today. I'm sorry. We'll be there tomorrow, but Echo can't do it today. Yeah, I love that you recognize that and take care of her. It's so important when we partner with our animals that we're aware of their welfare and well-being too. What do you think Echo's favorite part of doing this work is? I mean, she loves being pet. She loves the attention. And I think the greatest thing is to see grown firefighters, men and women, right? But these macho firefighters getting down on all fours, laying down on the ground with her, playing tug of war with her and loving on her and just allowing them to take a break from the tension, the stress, the anticipation of the job of a firefighter, just to giving them, you know, five to 10 minutes of just taking a breath, kind of grounding themselves and just spending time with a dog, I think has been one of the greatest things. And I think what Echo loves the most, I mean, countless times in the fire station, you'll see her kind of just roll in with a ball and then she knows who the suckers are. I feel like I'm like a parent now where I'm like, yeah, she'll do this. But the other guys are suckers. And as soon as she comes in with a ball, she knows who to give the ball to. And she'll end up in the back of our fire station playing fetch with somebody. And again, that's that person's therapy with her, right? It's just kind of getting that little bit of time to just be by themselves, but to be with Echo. Yeah. Someone wants to know how old Echo is. So Echo is five and a half and I've had her for two and a half years. And how long did you have her before you started working with her? I started working with her when I got her. So she was donated from Patriotic Service Dog Foundation in the idea that she was donated to our department. So Echo's not actually my personal dog. Echo belongs to our fire department, peer support team, and Mm -hmm. I'm just her handler. And so when she was donated by Patriotic Service Dog Foundation, it was under the intention that she was going to join our fire department as the peer support team. It looks like she's pretty sure she's your dog, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's got other ideas. So Echo is my permanent partner at work and in life. And we work 24-hour shifts here in LA County Fire. So she goes to work with me at the firehouse. And then on my days off, she comes home with me. And, you know, she gets to kind of live a good dog life. We have another dog here at home and those are kind of her good days off at home. That's awesome. Does she like living with another dog? Yeah, they get along great. It's funny, you know, the second we pull into the driveway, I open my truck door for her and she comes bolts into the side gate to go to the backyard with her other dog here at home. And then both of them come into the house and try to tackle the toddler. So it's a big to do when I come home, but they get along great. I love it. Jake, did anything surprise you along this journey with Echo? I feel like I always knew what the potential was and I always kind of had an idea of, you know, what this was going to be, but I don't think that I fully understood what a need this was for our fire department and for fire departments all around. I think in the last two years, I feel like we have done such an amazing job of, you know, as silly as it sounds, making mental health cool, you know, and making it okay to reach out and okay to talk about. And really, you know, what I tell everybody is I walk around with a mental health billboard now and it's hard to hide from. That's okay with me. But people know that they can always reach out. They can always ask questions to me about mental health. And it's really opened the conversation, started the conversation a lot about mental health. And then to be honest with you, the Instagram community, you know, I had no idea that the 
therapy dog, service dog, working dog community existed out there. And to see the support and just the love, you know, when we started this and when we started Echo's Instagram, it was really just to show people what we were doing and really just show the department that this is a need and the outpouring of just love and support that we got from the dog community out there. And, you know, from all over the world, it's such an amazing community and we've made some really great friends through that. It's just been so amazing to meet those people and see what they're doing with these amazing dogs. I mean, I love that you're doing this podcast. I don't know that we ever give dogs enough credit for how just amazing they are and the, the amazing number of jobs they do and just even the jobs they do just at home for us. And I think, you know, lucky enough with having a therapy dog is we get to see that with other people every day is just kind of the difference that they're making. Yeah, I love that. I think one of the biggest reasons that I do this podcast, I was telling some of this the other day, is so that I have the opportunity to talk with people like you and the other people I've talked with who are just sharing their dogs with the world. It's such an incredible opportunity to hear and share everyone's stories. I was like, I don't think people would just, you know, hop on Instagram live with me every week for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) But I truly benefit from hearing these stories and I love it. And I think that you have such a special opportunity being a part of the fire department and offering that support with Echo because it's amazing that there's so many volunteers that go on site and work with first responders but it's really cool also to have someone inside that people know they can relate to like you are a firefighter you know what they're going through you understand what their day-to-day is like and I think that that's really probably very important in the work that you're doing absolutely and and, you know our peer support team that's you know that's why it's called peer support right because we are peers and it's other firefighters coming in that speak the same language and talk about the same thing and just like you said you know really where I was introduced to even this idea was on our big wildland brush fires you know out here on the west coast we have these day-long week-long month-long wildland fires and at the base camps where we kind of everybody goes in the morning to get their assignments and get their gear for the day there were civilians out there with therapy dogs and there's an amazing group called first responder therapy dogs and they're kind of up in northern california but now they're kind of spreading out to all over and they do that as well and they do amazing and i was of course always the guy that would spend too much time with the therapy dogs and and get called back because i have to go out to work but kind of seeing that as well is Echo's now become one of our peers as well. And a lot of times we do bring in the civilian dogs and the civilian handlers because they're amazing and their dogs are amazing. But being able to have a dog that lives in the fire station with us and allows us not just on the big incidents, but every day to get a little bit of stress release and a little bit of just kind of feeling of home has really been the big game changer for us. That's really incredible. AMA for Health says, I'm so glad to see you when first responders address trauma. So thank you for your service and hers. And Hound Dog Fitness said they're training to do Hope Crisis Dogs that offer something very similar to what First Responder Therapy Dogs is doing. Yeah, there's amazing groups out there. It's one of those things when I see these groups on Instagram or hear people talk about these groups, it's like that's kind of like your hope for humanity, right? Of just kind of like, oh, there are good people out there and there are people that are trying to make a difference and really help. And, you know, I'm just so excited to see that people are recognizing that dogs are really one of the greatest resources we have to kind of just relieve some stress and relieve some tension. Yeah. Well, I don't want to hold you too much longer, but I am curious a little bit. And I don't know if you know this. So you were talking about the history of firefighters and how, you know, we always think of the fire station with Dalmatians specifically, usually is probably Mm -hmm. what comes to people's minds and how that hasn't been the case, which I didn't even think about the fact that that hasn't been the case, even though I've never seen dogs near our fire station that's right by me. But I'm wondering if you know, historically, were the dogs there to guard the station? Were they there for comfort? Do you know? 
know what their role was? Well, yeah. So I think that's like day one of firefighter school is you got to learn the traditions, right? So yeah. you learn why the fire engines are red and why we had Dalmatians and why we have bells, right? So the Dalmatians, funny enough, were historically deaf. And so a majority of Dalmatians are deaf. And I think back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, before we really had a good understanding, people just thought they weren't good dogs. And so Dalmatians ended up at fire stations because nobody else really wanted them. And because they were deaf, the sirens, the bells, the fire ground didn't bother them. And they were actually used to protect the horses. And so when they had horse-drawn fire pumpers, the Dalmatians would run ahead and clear the streets so that the horses and the horse-drawn pumpers could get ahead. And then when they were on fires, they would protect the horses. And then, you know, me, I like to think that there was a little comfort involved as well. They just weren't calling them peer support therapy dogs at that point. Yeah. But I think they anybody that has a dog. They calling the man's best friend at that point. Right, right. But anybody <laughs> that has a dog knows that that is the first and almost sometimes best mental health you can have. That's great. I didn't know that. We actually had a couple of Dalmatians on here about a month ago who work at an airport and some other places. And one of the two Dalmatians is deaf, but I didn't, yeah. didn't know that about them. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're great dogs as well. But back before we really understood dog training and dog psychology, it was probably a little tough, especially if they were deaf, but they were great firehouse dogs. They always say that, you know, two things firefighters hate is change and things staying the same, but we are tradition through and through. And so, you know, once something sticks, it sticks. So that's why those Dalmatians are still a part of, you know, fire logos and pictures and every kid's book you read. Right. Well, Jake, thank you so much for your time and for Echo. And thank you so much for everything you're doing to help the firefighters and to spread the word to other fire stations, too, to let them know how helpful a dog like Echo can be. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate, you know, you getting the word out there and talking about this, you know, so that it's being introduced to more people every day. And yeah, just so excited to kind of end that stigma and really talk about mental health and make it okay to talk about. So thank you so much for your time and for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. And if people want to follow you, they can find you at Echo the Fire Dog, right? Echo the Fire Dog on Instagram and sometimes on TikTok. I haven't really figured that one out yet. We're on there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Therapy Dog Talk. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for Therapy Dog Talk, send me an email at hello at therapydogtalk.com. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.